I am back. What it do, baby? Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, hey. inception. We talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Yeah. Talk mouth. Yeah. We flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record. Yeah. Fantasy. What it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Accession, the podcast. Today is August the 25th, and the boys are back in town, uh, presented by The Real Deal Fantasy HQ. Uh, we want to give a sh- special shout-out to my boy Tags, man. I uh, hope, you, hope mm-hmm. you get better, get mm-hmm. well soon. Um, fuck COVID. Definitely, man. Um, you know, he was one, he was one of the one of the OGs. I know me personally, I looked up to one of the reasons why I wanted to get into this game. Uh, super humble, um, hardworking. Uh, you know, he was always one of the guys that answered your questions when you reached out on Twitter. You know, he was one of our guests, one of our big, you know, first big guests on this show, man. So uh-huh. definitely uh, sending positive vibes and sending prayers your way, Mike. Much, love, misses get Much love. Get better soon. For sure that, man. But um, how, y'all, how, y'all, how y'all boys doing? While we are here, man, let's give a special shout out to um, a special moment, our members, eight second moment of silence to all the fallen black kings and queens out there. We're going to do that. Get out of the way. All right. Now we back and we back. All right. So what's up, bro? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling, man? Week was week three of the preseason coming up. The, The anxiousness levels are rising day by day, bro. We're getting closer and closer to the season, bro. You know, we uh had we had our first home league draft this past weekend. We started the session takeover, man. So it's it's a lot going on, bro. It's it's fun time, man. Which I killed both of them. How you feel? How you feeling? How you um how you feel about both of your drafts? I love both of them, man. It was a couple couple spots because I, I was drafting on a turn at the twelve spot in that home league draft. And that's it's pretty tough this year, bro. I did a lot of mocks too, and I, I really wasn't liking any of my mocks like that, bro. So it's just hard. But do you like, like your team? Like yeah, I like my team the way it, it turned out. I mean, I did, you know, what I could do. Um, but <laughs> what I the thing is, you, you yeah, you, you're not gonna let like value is really not gonna slip to you. So if you want a player, bro, like you have to kind of reach for the player when you're picking from the 12 okay. spot. So. I think I did pretty good. Um, remember, I, I told you that I should have went receiver there at one spot where I took Melvin Gordon at. I was kind of mad about that pick, but I ended up uh, pulling the trade off to get uh, Jerry Judy for Melvin Gordon straight up. So, what? Definitely loving the squad now. Y'all, you you missed that? Yeah, I missed that. Definitely missed love that. home leagues. That's See, some bullshit. And this is why, yeah, and this is why you have to like know who you're playing with because the guy I traded with doesn't really trade a lot, bro. But he's one of those people that knows that wants the big names, bro. And Melvin Gordon, even though we know he's kind of like, you know, towards the end of his career, still Melvin Gordon, man. He was he was a force for years. So, God, Carlos man, out here taking advantage of player. Carlos out here taking nah, advantage of those kids, man. He had two running backs on his squad. He had two, two, no backups, two running backs, bro. So he needed it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, yeah, like, bro. You need. I'm trying to help you out. You need yeah. me. I'm trying to help you out. I literally just sent the shit right. over. Right. 
Well, since some, I just take Judy. I just take Judy off your hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no biggie. Whatever. I don't want to do too much. Look, look. I don't want to do too much. I ain't trying to take advantage of you. When I'm talking about my breakout pick of the year, boy. How you feel about your session, Team Javar? How you feeling so far? Uh, I, I like it. Um, I was one pick away from getting a uh, Mahomes and Tyreek Kill stat, but uh, other than that, you know, I like it. I waited on quarterback, and in the fifth, sixth round, I had to go with Jameis. But you know, he looked good in preseason. Fifth, round, Jesus Christ! Like, right, so, we still in the seventh. We still got quarterbacks up. Nah, no, nah, well, nobody like Wentz and stuff. All Tua, Lance, now nah, that's been taken before I can get Jameis. So other other than that, I will mo- I will want more somebody with more upside at my quarterback too. But every, everywhere else, I feel like I crushed it. Hey man, you know what I hate when you know it's going to be a slow draft, but you expect it to be fast, or the people in the draft expect it to be fast. Like, that's I mean, just man, what's taking so long? It's been on the clock for 10 minutes. What the hell? <laughs> bro, it's like, it, it's like, I, bro, give that was the point of making it a slow draft while people <laughs> no, were at work, bro. so you wouldn't have to, like, be, like, on your phone. But I do feel you, though. Like, if you don't check your phone for, like, three hours, like, that's crazy. Exactly. Like, I don't care. You ain't you know, that busy. I mean, you're in a fantasy league, bro. Like, you know what it takes to be good at fantasy, bro. And you're not, and you, you're not just not checking your phone every, like, you know, at least 30 minutes, bro. Like, And you know you in a draft. Like, that's exactly. about the, like, you know you're in the middle of a draft. Like, all right, but the pick could be on me. Like, even if I check, like, every 30 minutes. Everybody yeah. is not us. We're just addicted to it, bro. So, like, but you get notifications. With no notifications or nothing, we probably still go to sleep for every hour. Like, oh, let me just go. I don't need a notification. I know when I'm coming up, bro. I, I know when I'm coming up, bro. And so, but, but I, I still yeah. send out, you know, just send out a friendly little Adam. You're on the <laughs> clock. Good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you, bro, on the boss. I don't yeah. know. I, just, I still just try to add Or I try to uh, put in. Uh-oh, you went, you went silent. Uh-oh, that Tuscaloosa internet going crazy on him. But anyway, what he was probably trying to say is that Javar sends out bad trades all the time and then try to make you feel bad about the bad trades that he sends out. Like, bro, it's like the same. If it's the same, bro, I don't want a lateral trade. Oh, he like, That's neither here nor there. Oh, he, man, his mic came out. I sent him like Jerry Judy in the first for Antonio Gibson. He going he gonna to send back Antonio Gibson in the second for Mixon and Judy. Anytime I send a bad trade, <laughs> like what the hell? Come on, let's be for Bro, real. I want Antonio Gibson. Okay, oh, you want Jared Judy? Do. <laughs> right, you want Jared Judy? And the only person on the other team I want. Gabe what basically wants you to give him a free player since you right. That's it. He talks some free player oh. and Josh Allen. All right, let's get yeah. into why we are here. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want the yeah. second? <laughs> I play with Russell Gage. Then Russell Gage, you know what I'm saying? He the second receiver. Hey, people sleeping on Russell Judy. Gage, but we'll get to that a little bit later this week. He ain't Judy. <laughs> Anyway, man, let's get into why we're here, man. News you can use Wednesdays coming live um, from Fantasy HQ. So we're going to start this show off like we did last time with the injuries since the last time we potted. There's been some a couple big ones out there. The Lions uh, coach Dan Campbell said he's concerned about uh, DeAndre Swift's availability for week one. And I think these are like big things to look at because either you like already drafted or you're in the middle of the draft or you got like a lot of drafts coming up this weekend after the third preseason game so like how do you feel about deandre swift now like he's going around like jk dobbins around that area now there's because it's always comes down to like deandre swift or jk dobbins so does that tilt you in a regular scoring lead toward jk dobbins over swift carlos 
Yeah. Um, as far as like the level of concern I have, I'm not too concerned yet. I haven't adjusted them in my rankings, but like you say, if you are drafting right now, I probably will use something like that as a tiebreaker to if it's between like DeAndre Swift or Dobbins, I'll use it as a tiebreaker. Like I'm going to go with the healthy guy that got us healthy right now. Mm-hmm. So um, not concerned yet, but it's an, enough of a concern to, you know, swing it to like J.K. Dobbins or Clyde edwards Hilaire if I'm choosing between those guys. Javar, Dobbins, well, it's not going to be fair to you because I know you're going to pick Dobbins, but Dobbins, Swift, or Montgomery if they're right there? Right, Gary. At, at the moment, uh, uh Well, Swift, Swift and Montgomery then, because I know you're going to pick Dobbins. So Swift and Montgomery. Swift and Montgomery. I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to go Swift because he's still got the PPR upside. He should be a PPR monster. Even with the J.K. Dobbins – one draft right now, I go Swift, and the next draft, I go JK. So it's, it, you know, he's still around. He still should be drafted around where he's being drafted. Like Carlos said, I wouldn't be worried right now unless they say he's going to miss two to three weeks. He might not get as much usage in the first game, but we all is coming. So, hey, Carlos, speaking of David Montgomery, how you feel about David Montgomery? I feel like people cooled off on David Montgomery, but. I haven't seen any big reports, but I think if Justin Fields eventually starts, which I think we all know he's going to eventually start, that that this benefits uh, David Montgomery in like a big way, especially with Tyreek uh, Cohen still being on the PUP list. I feel like all the, but I mean, Damian Williams is there, but I'm not really scared of Damian Williams. And they already think that, or already said that David Montgomery is going to be the bell cow. How you feel? Yeah, I feel like David really, Montgomery might be getting sleep done. Yeah, I mean, not not too much. Maybe it's in terms of what he did down the stretch last year. I mean, he finished as a top what six running back for the year, and then like, yes, I mean, he down the stretch, he was like the was top two. Defense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, yeah. But he still did it. But oh, you know, like right. I said, he's he's still like he's 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 lower than where he finished last year. So I guess they are kind of sleeping on him. For me personally. It's a tale of two off seasons. Like you remember when we had Marcus Grant on there, that was one of the guys that I was talking about selling in terms of dynasty sales because we didn't know the status of Cohen. Um, they had just signed Damian Williams, and you know we all were you know under the pressure that Damian Williams still had it. Um, but as time went on in the off season, I've, the, I've been getting higher on him because you have reports that Tariq Cohen might not be ready come for, uh, first week of the season and. We've seen Demi Williams in preseason, and he he does, like he, he's look like he took a year off from football, pretty much. So um, that leaves David Montgomery as the long shot. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I've been I've been definitely getting higher and higher on him. I love him as like my RB two because he we, he's shown what his ceiling can be. So um, and then of course you have the Justin Fields factor if he does, you know become the starter, then they're going to get more scoring opportunities and everything for uh, David Montgomery. So I uh, definitely don't think he should be being slept on. Maybe not as high as he was last year, but he's like the perfect RB2. Yeah, uh, I haven't changed my stance on him all season. I mean, yelling, he's a perfect RB2. He has a great floor and ceiling when he becomes your RB2. Uh, but that that's pretty much it, man. He's in line for a lot of work. A good, he's going a good team with a good defense, so he's going to get the carries. So yeah, I, I like David Montgomery now before Henderson. I had Henderson before him, but I bought Mc, uh, Montgomery up in front of Henderson. But I'm taking Chris Carson and others before him. 
For some reason, every time I see Chris Carson, I'm, I'm never trying to draft Chris Carson. I don't he's know. Not my, he's not my guy for sure. And it would be someone I would I would I would uh draft and try to trade, but it's hard to trade him too. But yeah, uh, he's a great running back too. Yeah, yeah. He, he is what he is. Y'all sound like some casuals. You don't like a guy that's been literally fucking producing ever since he's I'm just saying, like if, if if Chris Carson, <laughs> JK Dobbins on the board or something like that, I'm take well oh, yeah, if you had those two. I might even but take even even then Clyde Hilaire before him. I take Clyde Hilaire. I'm, I'm still taking Miles Sanders over over Car- Chris Carson too. See, I'm I, have, I have Carson number 16, and then I have it's, it's I might move David Montgomery over him, but David Montgomery 17. And then I got Sanders down at 22. Speaking of running backs, let's keep it here right quick. Um, then we'll talk about uh, another running back that I think should be moved up around that conversation. Uh, Travis Etienne is now going to be out for the entire season. So, of course, James Robinson, I feel like he has to got, he has to be, like, boosted up. So, do you put James Robinson in that category rally around, like, Chris Carson? I think he got to go above, like, I feel like he should be drafted for what he did last year. I don't well, you don't really want to draft for what he did last year, but I feel like he's gonna be a bell cow running back. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like people's talking about Carlos Hyde, but like they always talking about Carlos Hyde. Yeah, and Carlos Hyde's always he ain't he ain't did nothing in a minute though. He ain't been a thorn in a minute. Was he like, with last year in Seattle? He I want to say he, games in Seattle when he got the opportunity. Because Chris Carson oh. missed some games too, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. When he's called but upon, then he got he, traded he, to Jacksonville. You've been yeah, there. I think that I think that as long as James Robinson is healthy, then Carlos Hyde would be nothing more than a thorn for for him. I still think that his ceiling is not going to be the same as last year because I don't think they're just going to feed him as much as they did last year because of Carlos Hyde. Um, but with this Travis Etienne move uh, or news, I moved James Robinson up to 18 right now because I mean I Definitely think he's going to get the majority of the work now. He should get the mm-hmm. passing down work. So definitely has a chance to rise before the season starts. But as of right now, I, I think 18 is a pretty good spot for him. The only yeah. thing I'm, I'm mad about is that how gross that offense looked on Monday. Like, if that's what they bring in, hopefully, like, you know how they say they run vanilla offenses during the preseason, et cetera, et cetera. But hopefully that's what that was. Because if that's what the real thing they got coming out there, they're going to get their shit pushed in. I mean, for yeah, like, bad. Shark wasn't playing, and yeah, it Shark ain't gonna bad. fix that. Shark ain't right. gonna fix it, that. It did look bad, <clears throat> but uh, I think uh, what I like to call the Patrick Mahomes effect. I think that's what James Robinson is going to get. They're going to pass more because they have a better quarterback. And, you know, they feel more comfortable calling plays with him passing. So I think that's going to hurt James Robinson a little. I moved him up to seventeen right before David Montgomery. That's that's why I have him listed at. He he should be another great running back too. You get you get James Robinson. He's a great running back too with some upside. Of I think course, I got Montgomery over teams. Robinson though. I think I'm probably gonna have Not, Montgomery. He's gonna get the passing work. You know, you, he's for sure gonna get the passing Montgomery work. Is too, Until Cohen's back. Now you say Cohen was out all season. Well, I mean, he's he not going to miss time, I don't think. He's just, just saying he's not really ready. But if he starts the week, yeah, he ain't ready. But if he starts the year on the PP, he's got to be out at least six weeks. Well, yeah, if he starts the year. They didn't say he was, you know, heading that um, way. But. So I think that's the last bit of injury-related news I got so we can get into, like, some of the real news. Uh, it's not really, like, coach speak, but it's news around the news, you know, news that you might or may not can use. But I think this is the one we started out that you can use. Teddy Bridgewater is now officially the Broncos Uh-oh. 
quarterback. Yeah, y'all think we we jinxed Drew Locke with the gunshots for him? Oh, no. ever since then, like it, 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 <laughs> we all was on board pretty much too, bro. Like, it like like a, you had like one Jeezy song, Roger Buster. Jeezy song. Hey, look what it take. Look what it take. Look what it take for my people to get to get bamboozled. All right, all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's cap like them on. giving out them uh, chicken sandwiches for the vaccine. Look what it take. I'm not gonna cap on Drew Luck. He kind of like a Gardner Minshew. He showed some flashes. He just couldn't, you know, put it all together. So maybe another team. Teddy Two Gloves, who you think is more uh is the most affected fantasy wise by Teddy Two Glove being the starter now? Positive I feel like wise positive, yeah, positive. Jerry Judy, definitely. Um, I think no that it's because he doesn't Teddy Teddy Two Gloves is he doesn't take a lot of risks. Like he so that means he don't like to throw into tight coverages like that as more as much as uh Drew Locke that like you know Drew Locke didn't give a fuck. He would just bomb that shit out if he, he could. That's why I think he benefited Cortland Sutton more. But we all know Jerry Judy's like a pristine route runner, bro. He's gonna get separation just off of his route running. So I think that's like great news for Judy. We've already been hearing reports about them building chemistry. Um, so I think they all pretty much get a bump up. Say for Cortland Sutton, but Judy gets the biggest bump in my opinion. So is is Judy over Cortland Sutton for you? And yeah, redraft just like solidifies it. This solidifies it for me, especially Same when Cortland Sutton saying he's still kind of banged up. I just wait back for for Judy. I still don't mind Sutton as your wide receiver three, but you can just wait back and get Judy, who's they've been raving about. Judy, they, they taking Judy, but they ain't, they ain't gonna be too much waiting back on Judy in a minute. You know, I'm pretty sure this weekend after the ADPs adjust, like Fact. after this after the third preseason game, mm-hmm. especially if Teddy Bridgewater and Judy play like a, a good like first quarter or like you know what I'm saying first half and they do something spectacular like he they gonna he's gonna be getting drafted around like the seventh eighth round he went in the seventh round just now in one of my drafts um the Patriots trade running back Sony Michelle to the Los Angeles Rams I was a year late bro I was a year late I, I thought they was gonna trade his ass last year remember I called it Damian Harris yeah, that was that was sure. like my sleeper bro I seen a lot of people yeah. call the Sony Michelle trade actually I um yeah, I jumped out the box and said I think this is good for Sony Michelle because I don't think it's over for Sony Michelle. I mean, he still he still was a first round pick. He still had that a great rookie year. Did he win rookie of the year that year? If not, he was close uh, to it. He had, he had a, a great, great year. Great he had a great year. A great game in the Super Bowl. He had the bad year, the injury riddle year, and then last year, you know, last year was last year. The, the Patriots just was was just bad as an offense. Hey, gay. Think, huh? It's over for him. No as way. Far as, as far as fantasy relevancy, you know, he might do a little something this year, but next year, who is going to be on the team? We're talking about redraft. We're talking about redraft. We're talking about just this year right now. No, we're talking about Michelle, I think Sonny Michelle could finish as a, a high-end RB3, sneaking up as like a, a RB2, especially if uh Henderson don't come out there. It's not like they confident in Henderson. Henderson wasn't the starter. He's the they starter by are confident in Henderson. They not that confident if they went and drafted a, I mean traded uh not his talent health-wise. Yes, that's that's why they went out and got Sony health-wise, but not talent-wise. They just both are some players, so 
They, they drafted two running backs that every, the whole fantasy um, Twitter was raving about, Xavier uh, Jones and the other guy. So it wasn't like they was at a lack of running backs. They lost one out of four. So they went and they clearly wasn't happy with what Daryl Henderson was given. So they said, hey, let me go get what? another running back. No, you, you're retarded. I don't think it was that they weren't happy with <laughs> you know, They were just worried about I mean, not, not baby, happy, bro. but I'm saying. You know what I mean? He got saying, worried about him being there. healthy. That's the healthy. Yeah. They weren't worried about his talent on the field, Gabe. So, so but do you them worried about his health is enough to, to yeah, cause yeah. concern for Daryl Henderson now. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. When, when this first happened, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Sonny Michelle ain't no running back three. Yeah. But I mean, after hearing what Adam Schefter said, after hearing, you know, seeing stuff around Twitter, bro, it seems like I mean he is gonna have a role in this offense, bro. And he is he does profile as a pass catcher. I know he wasn't used like that in New England, but that I mean Jordan UGA, he was used he was a pass catcher. When he came he out, that's that profile. So I think that tells you that he, this is just a com- it's gonna be a committee, bro. I think it's gonna be like a one A, one B situation. I still project Daryl Henderson. To lead the 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 backfield and touches, but but not by a lot. Like I just think that Sonny Michelle is going to be involved enough to move Daryl Henderson. I think I got him as like a low end RB two now. Um, but so we seen it last year how the Rams are just running out any running back they want exactly. like, until Cam they, Akers. They took want over they don't want to just have a workhorse. They don't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Cam, it was even questions about Cam Akers being a true workhorse this year. I mean, it probably could have happened, but it's, you still had Daryl Henderson there, so. I definitely think that he's at least going to be a thorn to to uh, Daryl Henderson enough to drive his his uh, value down. But I mean, it's also possible that this is a true split backfield. I would not be surprised at all if that happens. So, so a running back three is like flex play. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see you starting Sonny Michelle every week. That's why, that's why I didn't say he's a running back three. You have to start him every week, but I mean, he can on certain weeks if it's if it's looking like you know if you sit back with him for a couple of weeks and you see how they're using him, then yeah, you because especially if he gets goal line work, like it's it's just certain like ways that they could use him to make him like valuable in this offense. I think he's drafted for sure now. I feel yeah, more definitely drafted. We, definitely drafted now. I feel more safe with him as my running back four ish with looking for. Running back three upside, but I can't draft him as my running back three right now. I wouldn't be Girl. surprised if he finished like top thirty six. Uh, I Give can't remember what I had. I, I, and this morning when I first heard it, I was not buying it. But after the day has went by and I've seen different articles and reports, it's about a perfect it, like, offense he's going it might, to. It might be, might be something. It's an offense that he sim- similarly similarly knows already. So I feel like you know it's perfect for him actually. Uh, Adam Schefter said it's a great chance that he's the lead back, bro. I was like, what? What? What is going on? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Like, so I, mean, oh, I didn't Adam see Schefter that. saying that shit, bro. Like, he not I mean, no if, guy. if Henderson I take his word serious, if Henderson is, uh, you know, coming into the season limited, I could see Sonny Michelle, you know, taking over. All right, know. he did I look good in New England. Y'all guys, this is a quick question: Carson Sanders Swift or Kareem Hunt? Carson Sanders, Sanders Swift or Kareem Hunt. Let's, I'm gonna go. I think Carson Swift had nothing to do with Daryl Henderson. I know it was just somebody asked me, so I just wanted to ask y'all. Too. Oh, uh, I got Carson, Carson Swift. No, 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 no. Sanders Swift, Hunt. Swift Carson. Yeah, Sanders Hunt for me. I got. I got so Swift, Swift or Carson, and you got Carson first. I think I got Carson first just because I know he's gonna be there, and I don't. This Swift injury is scaring me. 
Yeah. We had like Carson <laughs> and played a full season. Where y'all think he at? I mean, but yeah, but at least I know he's, he's going to be there week one. He's healthy now going into it. But anyway, back to what we were talking about, Dale Henderson. It's only Michelle. We upside and Swift. All right, more coach speak we got coming out of Chicago. Dumbass Matt Nagy says that uh, Justin Fields will start their final preseason game and Andy Dalton will sit because Andy Dalton is the week one starter. How do y'all feel about that? Is that gross? Can we just fast forward to that? Can we fast forward to week four already? I'm not, I'm not surprised, but it's just I'm, I'm disappointed, bro. It's just like, bro, it's like, what are you doing, bro? You have the you have the, the the answer right here, bro. This is the best quarterback that Chicago. You got the answer key. You got the you got Ever. the oh, you over, yeah, and over, he's still under. trying to do it. Over under week four that he starts. Uh, I believe it's going to uh, be under. Oh, he lost him. See, that's I, because I he wanted to, Javar was trying to answer I something say, that he didn't want to try to give the wrong answer. I said over under. He yeah, about to exactly. get into a monologue. Stream yard knows. Like, let me just move real quick. Uh, but yeah, I say I, under I, personally because uh, I think Andy Dalton is going to go out there and do Andy Dalton things. They're going to be losing games that they should have lost. And I think the, he's, the fans are going to let them hear. Like, they're pretty much going to, I think they're going to force the issue, bro. They're going to be booing him off the field and shit. And mm-hmm. you know, not to I'm sure Andy Don's a great guy. I'm just talking about for football purposes, bro. But Matt but, Nagy, uh, this I, is your last year. Like they're gonna fire exactly. you. And he's on the hot seat. It's and gonna be by week, I think week four or week five. They play like one of the easier teams on their schedule. So it's gonna be so the answer week. to the question would have been over. You know what I'm saying? That would have been what you could have just said right there. You could have said, I want the over. All right. Take that over there to Carlos. Like he ain't just coming here with a monologue too. You let him Carlos, call just, because your mic stopped. Bro. But I, I let it. I let it with the under though, bro. Don't worry yeah. about me. I'm a, I'm gonna end with the over. How about that? Uh, Joe New Smith uh, returns to practice after a week missing one week with an ankle injury, but I don't hear any big thing. They say he should be good to go. Um, keeping in the now we'll get to that when we get to the hype train. Um, Carson Wentz is back at practice. He's looked like he should be good to go week one, him and his quarterback, Quentin Nelson, um, and A.J. Brown. I got a question. I mean, Carson Wentz yeah. or Tra- Trey Lance? <laughs> you already know. Yeah, that, bro. Trey Lance. Trey Lance all day, bro. I, I'm trolling a friend who, who went Wentz yeah. over Lance. Shout out Tonyo, the engineer. All right, go ahead. You've heard all around the fantasy community by this point, bro, the Quentin. Konami Cole quarterbacks is what you want if you need a game-changing quarterback, bro. Or like, like JJ Zacharyson said, I took this from him. Like, you need a, somebody that's super duper efficient in the touchdown department. So, mm-hmm. I don't see Carson Wentz doing any of those things. I'm taking Trey Lance. Trey Lance, baby. The upside, just the upside alone. It's crazy. Um, I will give out my strategy right now, but I'm in the middle of a draft. And I don't want to. It's crazy. I'm, t- I'm just thinking about the weapons he got. Like he threw a dump off. He got like three guys they can take it to the house. Wentz ain't got nobody like that. All right, my bad. Um, no, nah, you was good, bro. Uh, AJ Brown. He, you know, he what, was it his knees? Both of them. He had surgery on in the off season. Or his ankles. I know one of his knees. It was both of them. It was on both of them. And he no, played no, last year. Yeah. But he, they're saying he, he should be good to go. He he is a little banged up, but he should be good to go. That's all the news I got. Y'all got anything else until we get before we get into the hype uh, train? Nah, I think that's it. All right, chug along to the hype train. Jameis Winston all the board. He has been pretty much named a QB one after Monday's performance where he put out a, on the show. 
Um, how y'all feel about Jameis Winston and all his uh, Marquez Callaway? Is he put on the show also? Yeah, dig. I'm buying in both of them. Yeah, I, it really comes down to. Well, I, I definitely think he earned a starting job. Like it's 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 really going to be hard to convince that locker room that Taysom Hill deserves to be the starter after what Jameis went out there and did last week. Um, and then if if Marquez Callaway is performing like this into the regular season, bro, he's looking like the real deal, bro. So I think yeah. that's great news for Winston because if it wasn't for, you know, if it, if he don't have nobody to step up, you have Troutman going out with an injury, still have Michael Thomas banged up. I mean, even if he went in as the projected starter with no weapons, bro, he probably was going to kind of struggle. Where is Traycon Smith? I don't know. I heard. Oh, I heard. Little Jordan out there balling though. They talking about little Jordan out there. Little Jordan, yeah, he little Jordan scored a touchdown, bro. Little Jordan scored a touchdown. Jordan, hey, Jordan ain't playing, bro. He about to become a household name on y'all folks. Hey, little Jordan, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, he probably able to market that too. Uh, but right. I do like James yeah. Winston. I told y'all I've been talking about James Winston always. Um, him getting him and his the eye surgery. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've I'm always been on the James Winston train, so I'm I'm proud of my boy. Really Where you boost him up? I boost there, him up in front of like Tua uh Fitzpatrick I'm, now. Well, I put him in front I'm, of I might I might take autumn. Fitzpatrick before him in a one draft wow. and take Jameis. I mean for I, sure, I, got weapons. I put him above Burrow, but if Mike Top Michael Thomas comes back Wait. and he's still Michael Thomas, you put him above like, Burrow? I put him up there. He's like top 15. I'll have to go look. I don't have him in front of me right now. You got um, speak. 16 at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think close. I got him like 17 somewhere. So we're close. Okay, I can dig it. What about my quiz? I, I I can't remember the oh, number. Yeah, what about People move. I, I, go ahead. Ahead. I was about to say. I think I boosted Marquez up around Darnell Mooney area somewhere. He should be. You know, he's gonna be the number one on team for a couple of weeks, and then with Thomas coming back, it's not like Thomas gonna come back in top tier shape. Thomas gonna have to be. You know. Limited on touch, so Marquez is gonna continue being the guy for a while with Thomas back. I, I feel like that's a, a great steal around the Dar- Darnell Mooney era. So that's like wide receiver four ish. What I'm talking about taking him or five. Probably if you draft him right now, people probably just off the hype alone. You know, they're probably like exactly. reaching for him a lot right now. It's crazy. Definitely could have got him in double digit double digit rounds before that game. Mm-hmm. And- mm-hmm. You know, depending on who you're drafting, he might be bro, going around like Judy or something eight. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're around that eighth round, bro. People, that's when people start taking their shots, bro. So thanks for letting you know. People going to get their guys around like the eighth ninth round. Well, like so and on this, this is a guy who coming out of nowhere. Are we believing in this? He's not really coming out of nowhere. I remember they did uh, we last year, it, but but we was talking about it in the in the fantasy playoffs. Antonio had just went and scooped him up, and that's how he beat me because he scored like three touchdowns or something. Like so, when he's on the field, yeah, he, produces. he was getting flooded with targets. And he was the man when he was at Tennessee. I don't know if anybody know that, but yeah. he played at Tennessee. That's exactly. So and I knew that was going to come up too, and I was I was thinking that he really didn't come from nowhere. You had him flash last year, and then all the way up until preseason, even in training camp, he was there were reports saying that he was looking like a superstar out there. He's clearly looking like the best receiver with no Michael Thomas, and he's just taking advantage of the opportunity he's got, and he's still doing that into preseason. So he's so far looking like the real deal, bro. So uh, I know Michael Thomas is going to come back, but even with him coming back, they've never really had a legit wide receiver too. So I still think that it's room for especially if they have a, especially if they if him and james like gain a rapport or something too, it's going to be hard to like just. Bro, like, you okay, see the Michael report. He is exactly. the report. There's nobody else to throw to. So yeah, I, I see him being a thing all season. Uh, unlike yeah. unlike Travis Fogum, that's so crazy. But we're not gonna start on that. But speaking of somebody that did not take advantage of their situation, uh, J- Jamar Chase, man, um, 
the hype is going the opposite way from what we were all expecting on him. They're talking about Alden Tate taking um, starting snaps from him, so he he can't drop, he can't catch anything. Um, but every video I see, like he's catching the jugs, but like then when like you see him missing three three drops, three uh, targets, then they say he's missing. We see him dropping passes in practice. Joe Burrow giving him a little head tap. Like, come on, bro. Uh, so how y'all feel about that? Javar mentioned him taking a year off of football, and like, are we seeing the effects of that? And not only does it affect running backs, but it affects wide receivers too. Uh, and then it, uh, some of the questions he had in college, um, he's not showing up not in the preseason. Like, right, so he's not separating well, like Low said. So these are some concerns, like with the year off. What was you doing, buddy? He looked like he hearing footsteps too a little bit. Like when he when he caught that one pass that he dropped, well, he didn't catch it. When he dropped that one little uh, slant across the middle, he like he hearing footsteps. Like he wanted to look for the hit before a game. So I, I wouldn't be worried about the drops. You know, he took a year off football. He's really young. He's a rookie. You know, so once he get back in pat, he can get over those drops. Remember in, last in year, he dropped a lot of footballs. Oh, and redraft, in, yeah, redraft. Honestly, of course, I, of course, I'm not giving up. So you, in re, all right, the question is: Are you taking Boyd before him now? Yes. Mm. I'm, ta- I'm taking T Higgins before him too. But oh, me, I always taking T Higgins before him. Yeah, T Higgins and redraft yes. definitely. But what this reminds me of, really, bro, is last year with Justin Jefferson. Do you remember the report? Oh, Justin yeah. Jefferson may start out losing snaps to B- Ola BC Johnson, bro. You know what I mean? So may- maybe it's a little different situation because we know that Chase has been out for a year. And but Tate has you know that Cream rise to the top, bro. But, and they already have that chemistry. So when he does shake that rust off, bro, then I think Jamar Chase is, well, is now but, becoming a value because I feel like he's getting drove down the draft board. But but not to mention about Justin right. Jefferson, they were playing him in a position that he wasn't, you know what I'm saying, that he didn't end up excelling in. Once they moved him to a different place on the field, that's when he ended up excelling. So it wasn't that he was dropping passes like Jamar Chase is not doing the fundamentals. Like, his, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not yeah. that he's not in the right place. I feel like Justin Jefferson, they were just trying to make him something that he wasn't. And once they moved him and what found out, mean? okay, this like he was playing yeah. in the slot when they moved, when they when they drafted him during training camp, but then they mm-hmm. moved him to the outside. They See, moved Adam Thielen back into the slot last year. This yeah, is, he was that's where he was playing most of the year in the, in the outside. You know what so, I'm saying? But in the training camp, he was you know he had the most targets as a he slot. He was a beast in the slot too, though. But I I'm saying that he, I think when he once he finally got the opportunity, I don't think it was because he was struggling in the slot. Uh, I also think we can explore with these Ricky uh, wide receivers exactly. coming out and that's being on the map. Because if you would have asked us three or four years ago, we would be like, give him time. He got the two, three-year breakout. Remember, exactly. it was Corey Davis, yeah, the, exactly. the three-year breakout rule with the wide receivers. So, you know, I think we're just getting used to this new trend, you know, give him some time. But in redraft, of course, um, you can pivot him a little bit. But, uh, yeah, don't let him fall. Um, after Devontae Smith, I think, I think I, I'm ready to – him and that's good because at one point he was going way ahead way of before that. the hype yeah. got out of control with him. Right. So like with this now, now he's fallen to a spot where you could feel comfortable mm-hmm. drafting him as your wide receiver four. You could wait for right. him to you know to get acclimated to the NFL and then you can you know reap the benefits of it. So I think this is great news. I wouldn't be scared off of it. I just would be scared off at that ADP where it was at. at one you point. did. I can dig it. Uh, 
somebody's ADP that is is probably like a little too low or probably a lot of too low. Corey Davis, um, he's getting a massive uh, target share throughout this preseason. It seems like him and Zach Wilson are creating a good rapport. Um, this is Carlos's guy, so of course Carlos is this is great news for him. I seen whoa, him draft. Don't you put that evil on me? <laughs> is that your guy? I, 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 I fucks with him, but I mean, it's not no more. Not like that. You know what I mean, bro? I see him putting man. up zero fucking points in a championship last week, bro. So yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, objective when I'm evaluating him, but he's not my guy. No, not no <laughs> I'm more. Sorry, sorry, Gordon. Hey, Carlos hurt. Is what it is. Bro, hey, hey, that, that 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 was like the nail in the coffin for my year, bro. It was like, bro, look, I, look. I still got family matters, boy. Where I got six touchdowns to Kamara, well, I'm good. The fact that you lost with six touchdowns to Kamara because Corey Davis bro. scored zero oh my points. God, bro, Jesus Christ, that's some Corey Davis shit right there. That's what Corey Davis is gonna do to you. So, are you believing in Corey Davis? I know um elijah moore had the hype train rolling and it's, he's back from injury and of course they had a, a good video of him at training camp making a catch um so but i don't know why they always post that but i mean we love it because we don't got any other football like yes he made a catch that was cool he got uh, the ball. i think he's great value right there um he what he's going to be your wide receiver four or five ish on your team and he he possibly could lead the team in targets be close to leading the team to targets so I like he's shown the report with uh, the rookie quarterback right now. And uh, the studies have shown, um, thanks to Carlos for uh, passing on the notes from my boy, uh, what, Zach, that rookie quarterback. Yep, Zach Reeks. That rookie quarterbacks usually only um, display one wide receiver friendly guy for fantasy. And the other ones, you're really not starting like that. So that's one thing to look at. And it's good to see that he built a report with Wilson while the other guys are not. So it's something to watch. Yeah, he should start yeah, off the season point, hot for sure. He should start off on fire. Yeah, you have that point, and then you have the fact that they did pay Corey Davis with the new regime to come in and be the guy. So um, definitely think that he's going way later than he should have been going. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have the ADP in front of me, but he's he's going like in that wide receiver four, wide receiver five range, and. He should at least put up wide receiver three numbers because he's going he like the 45th wide receiver. 45th yeah, so wide receiver. That's wide receiver four. Yeah. So around wide receiver four ish territory. Um, I'm taking him as a wide receiver four any day because you, yeah, I mean, you want volume, bro. Like, especially that. And it's, you don't really find volume that late in your draft. So definitely love the volume of Corey Davis right now. And I think um, just him. Zach Wilson being a rookie, I feel like he's going to attach more to a veteran once we get into like NFL games. Like he's going to look for the veteran, especially if Corey Davis is, is not disappointing us. Um, on to the last little bit of hype train news I got all aboard the Mac Jones Express uh Mac attack. Hopefully, because I need him. Right, look, look, hey, smiley. He, he can hey, say Mac hey, without smiling. Hey, because if I don't, I don't got no starting quarterback on my team. So Hopefully, Matt Jones come hey, out. Just, there, name, just name your quarterbacks on that team, real quick, for the people. Uh, Cam Newton didn't want to take the COVID test, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or he not didn't want to take it. He missed he missed the COVID test or something happened with the COVID uh, protocol or something like no, that. No, no, he's not, not vaccinated. vaccinated. But yeah, yeah, but it's like oh, he, he missed. Like, he, he, got, went, like, he went somewhere. Understood the protocols. Yeah, yeah, and he went somewhere. He had to be five days quarantine before he can come back in the facility. And Mac Jones is taking advantage out here. So you know, he Mac like, Jones, shit, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that was a it. horrible decision by Cam. Well, he, he probably riding the bike, reading the news. You know, I can't move. 
just no, just knowing that like he's gonna give Mac Jones all the starting reps by him making this mistake, bro. Like you know that has to be fucking and, up, bro. Like, and then they came out and, no and then they came out and said that um he completed 18 in a row. No, that too. But then they came out and said that uh Mac Jones is in line to be the starter, pretty much. Like that came uh, out right before writers, we went online. Yeah. Yeah, well, we have to kind of dissect that. Like, once it's you read train. the article, he did say that he he thinks the beat reporter who wrote that shit thinks that he's earned the right to be the starter. With uh, it's a combination of what he's been doing when he's gotten the opportunity and Cam Newton missing all this time with the starters. So, um, it's definitely a possibility, but it's a stronger possibility now. But the fact is, Cam Newton has looked pretty good himself. So we just we it just it's anybody's guess at this point, to be honest, man. Even though I need Mac Jones to be the starter, I'm always gonna be Team Cam, man, because just because I, I like black quarterbacks. And um, he's playing A for sure. Uh, last bit of things I got um, since we came on: Marvin Jones had an AC sprain, but he's still expected to play Week One. Quez Watkins is going to be the starting slot receiver for the Eagles. Uh, we didn't mention. I don't think we we didn't we talked about Sony Michelle and the Ram side of it, but we didn't talk about the Patriots side of it and Damian Harris. And um, how do y'all feel about Damian Harris now? I feel like Damian Harris he he got all the first uh, reps for the first time this summer. Um, do you think Ramadre Stevenson had a little bit with them being more willing to trade Sony away too? You know, with Ramadre Stevenson hype train going crazy. I think that the, I, I, I think, think so. though, yeah. 90 yard touchdown to do it, and what he scored like three, four touchdowns this offseason, this preseason. Yeah, he's he's looked real good in preseason. Of course, he's been running against the backups, but the, I mean, you have to perform in these situations, and that's what he's been doing. As far as Damian Harris goes, man, this is definitely raises his stock, bro. Um, because that was kind of like a thought, like people didn't want to buy too much into Damian Harris because Sony was still there. So him out of the way, um, Ramadre still being a rookie. I don't think he's just going to take the job from him. Um, I think this is definitely good news for him. Uh, The last bit of news, like the last key for him to really truly break out for me will be Mac Jones becoming the starter because we know that if Cam was the starter, then, of course, he's going to vulture a lot of those goal line touches. So Mm -hmm. if Mac Jones is a starter, this is just another um, positive sign for Damian Harris, like becoming a solid RB2. To the moon. Uh, I, I like think he, I think you got to push him up there with the Chris Carson's of the world. I think he, he uh, might be up there right about now, though. I might. You remember I might. how in the last episode we were talking about the big drop off, like right after Miles Sanders? I think he should be the first running back after the drop off. I'll just about to say, I'm James gonna, Robinson. I'm going to have him around the Miles Sanders area. But yeah, it's definitely a boost for him. You could probably still get him a, a, a little late now as your uh, running back three or four. Probably, probably going to have to get him as your three now for sure. And uh, but as far as for the backup running back, um, I'm loving it for him. You can get him for a steal now at the end of the draft. And we all know Harris has gone through injuries, so there may be a game or two where you can start him in the flex, or or he may be more than that. Who knows? We can go into the year where he could probably be the red zone guy. He he just looked unstoppable and hard to bring down. So, um, I would definitely target uh more uh, remark and the how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre. You was about to make me me say Ramore. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, At least he asked how to pronounce the name. 
Right, right. So I, I'm definitely going him. I asked myself in my head, I'd be like, yeah, that's him. Raymond right. Stevenson. <laughs> Remember, he was Rashawn, like, is it Bruce or Bryce? We're like, Bruce, it's Bruce. Two minutes later, and then Bryce Arians, you know, he don't. It's like, bro, we just told y'all his name, bro. I mean, asking myself in my head, and my head just be like, nah, you right. Your head be giving me the wrong answer, bro. But I'm saying it's all about you. You got to believe in you. See, you don't that's, why I can't, nobody uh, will. That's, that's why I hate taking tests because it just be two answers I'd be between, and I always choose the wrong one. And be like, damn, that's the right one. I was thinking about choosing that one. Dog. Chance of fucking getting this right, and I get everyone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, but I'm always going to pick. Before we get out of here, yeah. Before we get out of here, though, man, I know we're talking about redraft and redraft mode. But in your dynasty leagues, please go out there and see if JJ Taylor is available on the waiver wires. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is that pass catching specialist. Um, you know, what I mean, like we were kind of expecting him to take over the James White role, but James White resigned with him. So I definitely think next year will be the year for J.J. Taylor. You know they like to have that the two running backs, some pass right, right. specialists, and he has looked the part, man. He, he hit some mean ass spin move the last game, bro. He just looked insane. So definitely go out there and see. He's a great dynasty stash for your teams right now. You've been talking about him for like since you got into the NFL. I feel like since he's been born. Facts. I had him on like all my dynasty teams. So was he got moves. A couple, but I got, got moves. I think um. So y'all not scared of the Patriots backfield like y'all are the Buccaneers just, just before we get out of here. No, nah, nah, because I think I, their I roles like, are clearly defined. Right. And with the and with you know, Tampa Bay they just their backfield at least just a team that want to win the Super Bowl again. So they're trying to keep people healthy. They're gonna ride the hot hand. They don't care about, you know, building up a guy for you know to be their future back. They care about getting this uh Super Bowl with Tom Brady, and that's really scary because None of those guys gonna get the receive uh, the receptions, but uh, Bernard. So they're sitting really the cap right there. Bro. Once Bernard got signed, I was off Buccaneers because they kind of they weren't that good in the passing game last year, but they didn't have nobody else, so they pretty much forced the issue with them. With Geo becoming a part of that that backfield now, man, you know that but, he's going to be the pass catcher back. What about when Brojo was going off? You know what I'm saying? It was, it was and they know, bro. I mean, he's one of the most disrespected guys in the league. Right. Bro. He, he's a beast. But, you know, and then Lenny ended the year going off. Was. So, like, it's, <laughs> gee, I'm just going to stay away from it. I don't want that headache. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, that's that's about all the news I got. Um, unless y'all got anything else, any more news that anybody else can use? Nope, that's all I got, man. Um, be kind to your um drafting buddies if you're on the clock, man. Try to like look at your phone. I know that might be just a little hard for y'all to do, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody got kids and jobs and stuff like that, but like your phone's probably in your pocket, but whatever. If y'all got nothing else, shout out to Tony O. My birthday on Saturday, but I'll be here Friday, so I should have waited till Friday. But it's cool. Yeah, he you turned 43, boy. <laughs> Happy 43rd birthday, my boy. For sure that I'm getting old. We out. Peace.